G-Force, a kaiju podcast. G-Force? Well, it's big and terrible. More frightening than I ever thought possible. Kiss you guys. What terrible language! Your hosts. One is me, and the other is Godzilla. Nick and Andrew. Hello there, and a happy Thanksgiving to all of our American listeners, and to those outside of the U.S. While this may just be another Thursday, we hope nonetheless it is also a happy day and full of many things in your life that you have to give thanks for. While G-Force Akaiju Podcast Season 1 has ended for the year, and we are in the middle of our three-month break to resume in February, we just wanted to record a little bit of bonus content here for you. Now, that may be very arrogant, because perhaps just hearing us sit here and talk about ourselves is not actually of any interest to anyone, but we thought we would uh, at least release some content and a little tiny smidge more of Zone Fighter, so stay tuned for that. As we look back on this first two-year season of G-Force Akaiju Podcast. So, I'm Andrew, and with me tonight are... Hey, I'm Nick. And I am Evan. And if hearing us talk about G-Force Kaiju Podcast itself is not up your alley, then have a great evening, and we will see you at the start of February. But for those of you that would be interested in taking this trip down memory lane with us, we just thought it would be fun to take a few minutes to look back over some of our highlights, uh, favorite episodes and the like. So what has uh, the experience of recording this first season of G-Force been like for you guys? Uh, I've really loved it. Um, there's been uh, some stressful points, such as... Uh, as much as I liked doing it, I feel like the road to Godzilla versus Kong was a little stressful, but I think that's mostly due to Warner Brothers suddenly being like, hey, this movie comes out in two months and us being like, oh, crap, our plans, you know. <laughs> but other than that, I've really enjoyed doing this and I feel like it's brought me closer together to the two of you and also the rest of our cast who, you know, joins us in a rotating manner. <laughs> yeah, the road to Godzilla versus Kong was, uh, <laughs> that was just a uh, major stress drop down into the middle of the season, just a wrecking ball to our schedule. But for me, it was mostly a vacation. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But I like to think it turned out well. I had a blast just going through Zone Fighter with uh, with an ongoing crew, especially, you know, seeing seeing uh, James and Nick discovering this, you know, for the first time, and and all the the madness that that series entails. Yeah, the the one downside with the Zone Fighter episodes for me is when we're discussing a movie. Usually, I I kind of plan ahead. Okay, you know, I I 
you know, make sure that I set aside this, like, two-hour block to watch it. Or with a lot of them, like, make sure that I have time set aside on a few nights over over the preceding week because I want to watch these different versions or whatever. And with Zone Fighters, I would tend to go, oh, it's just a, just a few episodes, I can just get to those. Which invariably meant, well, not invariably, almost invariably meant, which slightly variably meant that I was, uh, I was watching them at the last possible minute, uh, like the night before or the morning of the record session, and didn't really have a lot of chance to reflect on them. Um, I, think, I think I had more insight to give on episodes where I maybe watched them a little bit spaced out from each other, not my mental state, spaced out from each other. Uh, and, and therefore could, could let each one sink in a bit before moving on to the next. So were there any personal highlights for you uh, this season? I know for me, uh, a major highlight of just this this entire season was watching, I think for the second time, but really for the first in recent memory, and kind of falling in love with uh, both Dogura and Gamera Super Monster. So those, those were... Uh, high points for me that without the show, I wouldn't have known those were two movies that I love. Oh, well, just, just slightly riffing off of that. Uh, for me, I think very early on when we did uh, Tokyo SOS, I think that was our first RNG movie, right? Yep, right yeah. back at the start. Yeah, um, that, that, as I made very clear at the time, is one of my very least favorite Godzilla movies. But... I I wanted to focus on, you know, trying to do, like, positive readings of things as much as I could. Uh, and the process of being forced to sort of watch that movie and take notes on every little moment of it revealed to me a lot more that I liked about it than I had really ever realized before. You know, I, I still, I don't get invested in the story, so the movie doesn't capture me. But at least I know that if I do stop and look at it granularly, there are pieces that I can enjoy. And that, you know, that enriches the movie for me because I'm a fan and I will go back and rewatch it. And going back and rewatching it and being able to hone in on those things that I actually do really like. I mean, that that makes for a much better 90 minutes once every four years. I think um, for me... A big highlight was doing Zone Fighter. Um, it was just really cool getting to watch that show for the first time when I assumed that I wouldn't get to. And getting to talk about it with you guys and James was a lot of fun. And also seeing films like Daimajin and Dogura and Gamera the Brave for the first time through this show. I mean, I was going to see Gamera the Brave anyway, because I was working my way through the Arrow box set when the random number generator selected it. But just getting to see movies for the first time and talk about them on the show has been a lot of fun. And I look forward to hopefully getting to do that again next season. Yeah, the random number generator has been this strange experience because it feels like it's it's never the things that we are quite hoping for, but it, you know, it's one of those. But but it's the hero Gotham needs right now. You know, it's it's always 
It's like, I would not have chosen to watch this. I didn't really want to, I was, I was hoping for this thing that I never, some of them I even got impatient. I got tired of waiting for Yamato Takiru to come up and I just watched it myself. But, you know, it always feels like, well, yeah, I wouldn't have picked this, but since the random number generator forced me to sit down and watch this, it's been really interesting picking out these things about it that I probably would never have if I hadn't been sitting down with a mind to analyze it. You didn't always take me where I wanted to go. No, but I always took you where you needed to go. I mean, to be fair, for all of the kind of slightly disappointing or off-putting things that came out of the RNG, uh, you know, I, meaning as we went into them, not, not in terms of what we took away with, from them, let's acknowledge that it also did give us uh, King Kong versus Godzilla and Mothra versus Godzilla and Son of Godzilla, Terror of Mechagodzilla, you know, a lot of things that are very much favorites of members of this group and very well beloved movies. So, uh, you know, the RNG, I don't want to badmouth it too much because it's, it's done us some favors. And it's going to be really interesting as this podcast continues because we have gone through a lot of Godzilla movies. And not to say that they're not still replenishing them as we go through them, but, you know, the farther on we go, the less of those are going to be in the mix and the more non-Godzilla choices we're going to be getting. I think we sort of started to see that here in the last half of this year that... uh suddenly we're getting a lot more things that aren't Godzilla in there because that series is getting more and more outnumbered on the list, which I think is fun. I, I want to cover all of them, but it's always enjoyable to branch out into other things to space things out and spice things up. So were there any favorite episodes for you guys this year. Uh, I know for me, uh, episode 28, our coverage of the Zone Fighter episode with Bulgaris and Gander Giris was a particular highlight for me. That and I think episode 16 on Gamma versus Jiger were perhaps the funniest episodes I think we've done. Uh, they were certainly a riot to record. And I really liked episode six, our coverage of Dogura with a guest editing spot by Evan. I thought that turned out really nice and unique, both with a, a fun discussion and a great style that the finished episode ended up with. Uh, I don't have like a top favorite episode we did, but yeah, I think episode 28, like you said, was a lot of fun to record, as was episode 32 i believe it was um the one with the uh, you know the akira baseball crew memorial playground and uh, just that unbelievable spiraling headcanon about the about akira and the seradian agent and all that it's just so funny to me but also talking about son of godzilla was a lot of fun and i think the 2014 episode turned out really well as did all three of our Gamera film discussions. And yeah, recording the Jagger episode was hilarious. Yeah, the, the Dogura episode was definitely a favorite of mine. I mean, I, I was able to stay engaged with it despite the amount that I had to listen to it to edit it. Uh, 
So, so that says something. Um, you know, it was a movie that none of us had ever really given much thought to. And we all found things that we really dug about it. And it was, and it was just fun talking about it with each other. Uh, I, I felt similarly, it was a, a lot of fun discussing Matango. That was, that was just a really enjoyable record session. Oh, uh, and Terror of Mechagodzilla. That was just such a love fest among the group. That was just a wonderful celebration of that movie, I thought. And really, at the very beginning, I think uh, the, the favorite characters episodes that we did, a lot of different people brought some really neat stuff to the table in that episode. I, I really enjoyed everybody's varied takes on favorite characters from different eras. And I love that we had to split it in two <laughs> because we just have so many favorite characters in these movies. Yeah, the the human character episodes we did, I remember like, for, first of all, episode seven was the first episode of ours, which was the part two of that series. Um it was the first episode of ours that I had edited. So that kind of whole, I have a soft spot for that episode for that reason. And those two episodes, I remember at the end of both of those recording sessions, just like coming out of them and just being like, you know, I think we really do have something good going here. It just made me feel really good about this podcast. So I like those episodes a lot for that one little inside baseball it's worth noting the original plan for this series was that i was going to edit the whole thing and that only took about five six episodes for me to realize i cannot do this i cannot handle this this show will be over in six months if if i try to take on that kind of workload and so nick you unexpectedly stepped in and the decision was made since I had the familiarity with Zone Fighter, I would take those episodes and you've been taking the movie ones. And I feel like you've really done not only a fantastic job just coming up to speed on editing really quickly, but you've given them a wonderful, unique sound identity, especially with the the styles and the static using the, you know, the clips from the movies or from the interviews that's really served the show well. So I know it's added to your workload, but I'm I'm very glad that you have come aboard as an editor because i think the show has benefited immeasurably Ah, thank you that means a lot to me <laughs> yeah and and also just uh to clarify why editing this show can be such a a big workload because i i was listening to a podcast the other day and None of the kaiju podcasts, by the way, because I don't want any of the, anyone in this community to think I'm throwing shade at them. It's completely separate. And one of the hosts was talking about, he was complaining that one of the episodes he had to edit took him four hours to edit. And I was oh, like, Oh no, four whole hours? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what? That's nothing. But we have a whole load of music. Like we put music and sound effects and stuff and transitions into all of these episodes and we load them up with stuff like that and probably get far too aggressive taking out the ums than us like yeah people wouldn't even notice well yeah but andrew and i are both professional editors and i don't think we can help it 
we're trained that like you need to get rid of as many of the stutters and the pauses and and you know that you you need to make these clean sound bites. And exactly. It's it goes yeah. against our professional training to let it slip yeah, through. Yeah, it's a matter of pride. Probably everyone will be fine with it, but we yeah. won't be fine with it. Right. And and I'm a perfectionist. And so, like, I was reading this guide, like this podcast editing guide, which was actually sent to me by David from the Kaiju Apostle podcast, which, and now he does, I believe it's called Saved by the Belial, which is a, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, which is a, an Ultraman podcast. And he sent me that guide, which was extremely helpful. So shout out to him for that. And I read in there, or maybe I read somewhere else, I don't remember, but the point is I read like when you're editing a podcast, you should try to get out all the ums and stuff. And so I immediately took that and drilled that into my head and was like, and while admittedly, uh, when I'm pressed for time, I'll let some of them go. But I'll just be driving myself nuts being like, I got to get this perfect. <laughs> So before we wrap up here, one thing that we we even left in the note that we had neglected it in the bloopers of one of our episodes, but we realized after we had finished our Zone Fighter wrap-up, as much as we jam-packed in our very longest episode, the finale of our Zone Fighter coverage, we forgot to do an MVP for the Zone Fighter series. So we're going to rectify that now. Who? are your MVPs for the Zone Fighter series. Teriyoshi Nakano. Flat out. <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, that show, most of its appeal to me is in the, uh, in the monster scenes. And, you know, it was the 70s and Nakano was king and the episodes where he directed the special effects. Oh, just fantastic sequences. So yeah, that's my guy. For me, it's, and please forgive me if I'm getting these names wrong. Again, I have two MVPs because I don't know why. I just keep cheating on that recently. For me, it's Kazumi Kitahara, who played Hotaru, and Takashi Sato, who played Akira. I liked Hotaru from the get-go, and Akira is a character who grew on me as the show went on and who I appreciated more and more and by the end was right up there with Hotaru as my two favorite characters. So for me, that series would not have been the same without them. On a similar note, uh, I will also cheat and throw in two, uh, because I, I feel much the same way. I, I was hoping Akira would make it on there, but in a similar way, uh, Hideki Ohara as Takiru Ju, whatever the writers may have faltered with what to do with his character at times. His performance was always absolutely delightful, and I would still completely, you know, he would join the list of a few characters, one of whom I will not mention so as to not enrage Evan, and the other, you know, Senchan from Mothra, that I would just completely watch a solo spin-off series of, because I, I, I just find the characters delightful. And the other Zone Fighter MVP for me, is Go Misawa for the musical compositions and especially the songs for the show. That may just be Stockholm Syndrome from spending so much time with them during the course of editing, but I do think the musical identity of Zone Fighter is one of its strongest aspects. 
really just one of the biggest factors contributing toward the great fun that it was. That and the collaborative work of a number of individuals in the effects department, as Evan mentioned, that, that definitely all deserve MVP status as well. I gotta say, it felt bad for me not to give it to Ishiro Honda because, you know, I, I love Ishiro Honda and I think he, you know, did a great job directing those episodes, but I can't always be Ishiro Honda. Ishiro Honda is great, but I feel like his fingerprints were not quite as visible on the series as they usually are on a film and that's okay yeah agreed yeah his episodes were still superficially honda episodes yes but they didn't have honda soul exactly yeah i totally agree before we finish here i actually want to name one more highlight and that is hearing ethan's feedback all the time or reading it i guess He's been there giving us his thoughts since the beginning, and it's always been super encouraging and really just really nice to know that there's someone out there who loves the show as much as Ethan does. And I also want to thank anyone else who's ever sent feedback so far and everyone who's listened to any of our episodes so far. Shout out to at Automatic on Twitter because he has also sent us some feedback here and there since the show started. Yeah, we are blown away when we look at the uh, the listener and the download numbers. And even though we do not hear from all of our listeners, just knowing that they are out there, that, they're, that, that what we are doing is actually bringing enjoyment to somebody because that's the only point of doing it. If, if someone's getting something out of this, and especially Ethan as, as our cheerleader, as our encouragement that has been the tangible visible reminder of that the 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 avatar of uh, that uh, here is someone showing us that we are reaching an audience and that people are enjoying it and that's that's what we hope to be doing that's why we're doing this and ethan it is always such an encouragement to have you there and to have you interacting at a, a detailed level with the things that we've said and it uh, it really is the lifeblood of any passion project creative work like this just to know that there is an audience engaging with it so that means the world to us thank you there are one or two other people who have occasionally private messaged me with comments on episodes so you know it's it's not like ethan is the only point of i'm trying to come up with some kind of metaphor involving echolocation i don't know i got nothing yeah i i just i appreciate any any piece of feedback we've ever gotten it means the world to us so thank you uh to anybody who sent in your thoughts uh, god i'm talking about this like it's our last episode ever when it's obviously not <laughs> but you know i'm a sentimental dude and even when it's not the end i still can't help but talk about it like it is <laughs> Uh, it is the end of our first season, and That's we true. really hope that, you know, everyone that was listening when we took this break is still listening when we come back from it. But uh, it is the first time that we've had a chance to actually stop and reflect, and yeah. we are just really thankful for all of our listeners. That's the... Indeed. That's why we do this. If, if we're just... We can just have these conversations with each other if if this was just for us, but it's... 
knowing that there's someone out there that's actually enjoying what we do is why we do it. So thank you guys. I mean, honestly, we were just having these conversations with each other only now we're way more polite about it. True. (laughs) As someone who grew up being told by people around me to stop talking about giant monsters so much, it really means a lot to know that there are people out there who are excited to hear me talk about giant monsters for like an hour and a half plus most of the time plus <laughs> amen to that and and you know having you guys also talking about this stuff you know having having someone else around who can dig into this stuff and and go on about it for an hour and a half or more you know that's that's really rewarding and invigorating and enriching. Like the... you're like me, you share my yeah. same madness. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was a very lonely Godzilla fan for the longest time, so this has been very nice and will continue to be nice. So for G-Force, a Kaiju podcast season 1 with a hearty thanks to all of our listeners. I've been Andrew. I've been Nick. I've been Evan. Other people have been James, Parker, Ike, Brendan, John, Dawes. Yeah, hopefully we'll get some of them back on the show again sometime. Yeah, yeah, a few of those people haven't been themselves in a long, long time. (laughs) But on behalf of us all, thank you. Here's looking forward to season two and the crazy theme that we have planned for it. We will see you there in just a few months. Goodbye for now. (laughs) Sayonara. Now that may be very arrogant because perhaps simply here's... Now that may be very arrogant because perhaps simply just sitting... Why can I not get this sentence out? So we're going to rectify that now. What are your guys' M? Or, I mean, it could be a what, I guess, but who are your MVPs for the Zone Fighter series?